What's up, Annie? How you doing? I'm straight. I'm good. Roxy. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and today, guys, we have a very special guest with us. We have my little cousin, Hannah. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Our topic today, we're going to go ahead and jump into the Roxapi. Of course. Today we have something called the Bishop. Mm. Uh-huh. That's like something from Power. <laughs> it has two ounces of rum, one tablespoon of red wine, two splashes of lemon juice, and a pinch of sugar. We had to go ahead and add a little topper of peach whiskey on top shake that thing up and serve it in a nice little cute wine glass it is okay yeah, it's, so <laughs> it's not great it's not one of my favorites <laughs> so i'm like i'll pass on this one i'll pass i'll pass on this one Hunter, what are you saying <laughs> um and and for my drink i have the um h2o <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> With the bells. And for everyone that thinks she really is drinking, though, she she just on H two O. This is how she is. Twenty to thirty cubed ice. Oh my god! Anywho, <laughs> so today's topic, guys, um, we're talking about childhood traumas, generational cycles. Mm. PTSD. PTSD. Yeah. Mm. So mm. it's gonna get deep today, y'all. Yeah, because we 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 all dealing with this stuff. <sighs> but to start off, so I'm gonna give um the definition of PTSD and as well as the definition of childhood traumas. So PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder. It is a mental health condition that's triggered by a terrifying event, either experiencing it or witnessing it. Some symptoms include flashbacks, nightmares, and severe anxiety, as well as uncontrollable thoughts about the event. Then we have childhood traumas. Childhood trauma can occur when a child witnesses or experiences overwhelming negative experiences in childhood. Many childhood experiences can overwhelm a child. This can happen in relationships, abuse, neglect, or violence. Well, that alone in itself is a lot. It's it a is. lot saying it. It's a lot to process. <laughs> it is. So imagine dealing with it and going through it and then bringing it into your adulthood with relationships. Mm. Tragic. <laughs> <laughs> Tragedy. So what are some childhood traumas that you all feel that you still have today? Oof. Yeah, we ain't got time for all One at a time. <laughs> Not everybody speaking points. <laughs> Honey, since you're our guest, what about you? What 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 do you have? Um, I wouldn't. I don't know if it's necessary like a trauma, because I mean, growing up, I had like a great 
to me, I feel like it was a great childhood. But I know that, I don't know, I think I sense, like, trust issues mm-hmm. with it. With, like, my mom, with just anybody. So that growing up, I tend I tend to have, like, trust issues with other people. And so, especially if you do something mm. and you break that trust, mm. it's ugly. It's hard to get it back. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's really over with. So, it was like a balance between having a dad who can forgive easily and then having a mom who is kind of like, I wouldn't say whole grudges, but she don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's kind of like, where's the balance? Yeah. Because I can forgive people, but then it's like, okay, but I'm not going to forget. Mm. I'm not going to forget what you did. And people say, like, to forgive is to forget, but I don't think that's true. What's her sign? Whoever came up with that, go to hell. She said, go to hell. What about you guys, Roxy and Nikki? What would y'all say that are some childhood traumas that you begin or have recognized now in your relationships? Um, I recognize, for me, um, that the neglect that I felt from my childhood, mm-hmm. I carry into relationships because I attach, like, hard to people. Mm. <laughs> because I feel like I do that because my mom and my dad, they really weren't around that much when I was coming up. Right. And so now, when I do have those relationship spaces, like, I'm just in it. <laughs> And that it's it's hard. Exhausted. It's exhausting. Well, sometimes, but it's just like I I just do it, and it's just natural for me to do it now. But I feel like it it may not be as healthy as it should be. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, I can relate to that as well. Yes. What about you, Nikki? Well, with me, um, growing up, I would say. I grew up in a, it was a nice childhood. Like, I did stuff. You know, my parents supported me. Like, they they would come to my basketball games as far as, like, um, championships. But they wouldn't come to the regular games every Saturday. It would have to be, like, a tournament or something. But um, my parents are very, very, you know not as much hands-on mm-hmm. as I would have liked them to be as a child. Um, they supported everything I did, but, you know, I get it. You know, you didn't grow we didn't grow up with much, but I swear I didn't know we was poor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they had to work. But as a child, you don't really understand it. And so, like, as an adult now, in my relationships, I tend to look for affectionate partners mm-hmm. like if you're not very affectionate with me it's a problem mm. because you my feel like parents you missed that? it's like don't get me wrong you know your parents love you they tell you all the time mm-hmm. they support everything you do but like just a regular hug or like yeah like we don't do that you know what i'm saying yeah and then when stuff came up you would be like you okay yeah, I'm fine. 
and that's it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it really wanna, it really wanna like them asking questions to go deeper to figure it out. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's just part of like how they were raised as well. Yeah. yeah. So it's like now you try to change that, and you know you just struggle with it. Yeah. It's really all about communication. As far as like your partners now. And we had that conversation the other day about Amik, about like how we grew up and what we saw. We really didn't see affection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With our parents, not saying that they didn't love each other, because my parents have been married for thirty six years. But it was more so I knew that they loved each other. They didn't have to walk around and hold hands and and like kiss all the time and pretty much like show PDA. Mm. So, but I did know that, oh, my parents really love each other. Oh, and they love, they love me too. And it wasn't until after I left home and joined the army that we started saying, I love you when we get off the phone and, you know, hug a little bit longer when when you do depart and stuff like that. So to me, I'm kind of different than Nikki when she said like she looks for an affection affectionate partner. I don't know. I just you are you not, be you dapping it up with people. Like, this is the worst <laughs> hugs ever in but life. See, I don't know. Maybe if you are affect, I don't. I don't think I look for it, but I know that. It's gonna be hard to pull that out of me. Mm. I'm not going to come off the bat just affectionate, clingy, whatever. Like I'm gonna give you your space. Please give me my space. Mm-hmm. Please. Yes. But you're right. She does have the worst hugs. Yeah, you give the worst hugs ever yeah. in life. And mm-hmm. you, she's literally been that way since a child. Like she leans in with her hand, and her arms down to her side. Like it's. But see, really I'm like that with friends and family members. But when I'm with my partner, it's totally different. Because if you ask half of my friends, they'll be like, oh, she's a jackass. Like, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all would even say that sometimes, too. But mm-hmm. if, you know, it's, if it's my partner, it's different. I don't have to be that way with them. Mm-hmm. See, I would say as far as, like, for my childhood trauma, I would say I guess I fall into that whole daddy issues. You know, mm. because I did not have, I mean, my, if you talk to my dad, he's probably going to tell you, yeah, we had a great relationship, but we really didn't. And for a long time, I <laughs> he thought, thought we, he did. <laughs> well, the thing was, you were locked up majority of my life, but mm-hmm. I was always like being understanding, being forgiving. So hearing the lies you know, all the time, things not going, falling through. So in my relationships, I'm constantly giving chance after chance, you know, Mm. you know, making excuses because I understand, trying to understand the person and see where they're coming from and overlooking my feelings, my thoughts and things like that. Mm. And then Mm. as far as affection, I mean, I'm, I'm affectionate. But I do realize that over time, and I think this goes into just relationship PTSD, that I'm not as affectionate as I used to be, you know, 
Yeah. Because I did used to be real affectionate with friends and family. Like, when I started college, I was that friend. Like, neat. You hug like, every time yes. you see somebody. Or, like, when I we be in the dorm room, I used to lay on my friends everything. And, like, none of y'all can say that about me now. <laughs> like, I just, I'm not like that. Or constantly telling my friends that I love them. I say it now, maybe I, through I, text. I don't think so. That's why I say it. <laughs> But Roxy, I didn't meet you till after I graduated college. That's what I'm saying. So by the time I met you, that was a different person. Mm -hmm. And then when I met you, I was going through Mm -hmm. a lot, a lot. So that's what I'm saying. That part of me has shut off. So now I don't give affection even in a relationship until I know that thing is solid. How am I supposed to get there? I'm, I don't know. I'm t- <laughs> it's now, but I tend to date people that are affectionate. So I'm not going to push them away. Mm-hmm. But I typically am not the first person to initiate. Mm. I don't know. I tend to date people that are not as affectionate as me. Mm-hmm. But, and it will cause a problem in a relationship. Because I'm like, what, you don't love me? Like, what, what, that, what that mean? And it's not that. It's just that they're not as affectionate as I am. Right. And that's the thing that I have to deal with. It's a battle for me to be like, oh, you you tripping today. Like, <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, but it's only certain times. It's just when I get in certain moods, I'm like, oh, I need some attention. Like, mm. so it's not like a. So how they supposed thing. to know that? Though. You want it when you want it. Look, bro, it's a calendar every, every month. A when calendar. It, when I get to this point where I'm like, yo, you know, my cycle about to start. So you know, be during that sensitive. time, I be extra sensitive. I be like, bro, just just give me a hug. Like that's all I need today. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's, that's what I need today. You know. I guess that's I was gonna, I was gonna yeah. ask y'all like how did how did those childhood traumas carry over into your relationship? So I guess that's yeah one way that's definitely that. Yeah, and I mean you know, also you know like my parents have been married. Okay, December thirty first, made thirty seven years, and they actually like each other. Mm-hmm. Like they literally like they wasn't as affectionate with us, but like I could see we sitting at the table, we all out to eat. And my mom was talking about something, daddy, what you gonna order? First of all, why are you calling him daddy? He is not your daddy. Don't do that. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of older like, they do. And that shit irked my nerves. My auntie like, calls Ew. her husband. Calls her husband daddy. daddy. It's like, I think that was, and then my mom, she'll say, like, your dad. I think because she, like, just, call, just saying, oh, hey. Their name. Yeah. It's kind of like, you don't call your parent by their name. You call them daddy or you say mama. So, I'm going to continue to refer to them as daddy or mama. Yeah. I think, I think it's I, weird. A I think it's me. weird too. Because we out <laughs> eat. Why are you doing it? Or like, my dad be like. I won't be calling hey, nobody daddy. Look. And my mom used to call, even after they divorced, she called my um dad by his last name. Mm. It was, you know, she didn't, she never, I didn't hear, like, if she said his first name, she was pissed off. Um, yeah. But most times. I had an ex that I called by his um, last name. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly, honestly, when I met him, I thought that was his fucking first name. <laughs> 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 like, 
wasn't until we had been courting for like a week. And he was like, you know, that's not my first name, right? I was what? You know, I dated a guy in high school that did not know my full name. Because you know what everybody normally calls me, and he just thought that was my name, not the, my the whole full thing. name. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. I guess for me, it was more so military. Oh, because, yeah. You know what, honey? My but it was, he was, was in the military. In the, he played football, and so that's why it was always Maybe on the back of the shirt. Maybe that's why my mama called mm-hmm. him that, because my dad was in the military, and most people no, probably did. That. My daddy was not in the military. So I grew up in a household where they're like very loving towards each other, but to us it was like you know they see they I didn't hug see it. I didn't see that growing up. And then if anything, another childhood trauma while I'm thinking of it now that I got from my mom, what I did see is when she in her relationship because most of my life she was dating this one guy, and when she would get upset, she blow up. And that is something I got from her. Like, my attitude, loud mm. talking. I've never seen my parents argue. Going like, on. Oh, oh. And so, that's, and that, that fucked me up when I got older. Because I was in relationships with people. And I'm like, why the fuck am I arguing with you? I'm not supposed to argue with you. So, I was leading a relationship. <laughs> Just from my argument? Argue? Because you want to argue all the damn time. Like, I'm not, I'm not with that. No, I've met people like that. Wow. Because um, some people... People that I have dated have told me before that they grew up in a household where they argued a lot, so they do not tolerate arguing at all. Like or loud, or loud talking. Or loud. That that's another was, thing. That was the issue. It was a trigger for some people. With me and my husband was, uh, why are you yelling? Why and to us, so we're not yelling. And I'm just like, I'm passionate I'm right t- now. I'm that's trying to why get I'm it. I'm talking regular, but I'm about to get this. <laughs> <laughs> but in our family, loud talking That's just normal. It's normal. It's just normal. <laughs> Even when we're joking around, anything, we're just loud. Oh so, yeah, so you always loud. I'm always <laughs> loud. So when you get into an so argument, when I get into an argument, it's not like I'm gonna whisper to your motherfucking ass. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You, you can you me the fuck off? <laughs> and that's not gonna happen. I'm gonna elevate. Right, <laughs> a little bit take it up higher. Another level. Another level. And so I mean, get your eardrums checked. Or unless you're talk, unless you're having like a regular conversation, like how we're speaking right now, but then. It's like you're not comprehending what I'm saying. Exactly. That's what it that's is. Gonna piss me yeah. Off. Me that's going to make me mad. Yes. I'm going to go up because I feel like you're not hearing me. Because <laughs> <laughs> when no, you, nigga, it's like when you talking, you don't get the results you need when you being calm because people used to you going off. So it's like when I'm talking to you calmly and being chill, you still acting like an ass. Right. So let me turn up on that ass. Right. (laughs) Real quick. Recently, that I talk with my hands a lot, especially when I'm like some people don't like that, or like if if I'm like trying to get my point across, Mm -hmm. I use my hands when I talk. I'm like, 
I've never noticed it, but in my last like situation, <laughs> they would be like, "Yo, why, why the fuck you using your hands?" Nigga, I'm trying to explain to you <laughs> what's going on. You're not listening. Like, I feel like I need to use hand just as a sign language to help you out. <laughs> so you either want me to talk and use my hands over here by my face, or put my hands on you. No, 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 no Hunter. No, we won't be doing that. I say, nah, I'll do that. Nah, I'm, I'm not. For them to swing off, I was like, "Look, you got, you did it this one time. <laughs> now, you get three strikes and you out. Now, I'm just, I'm just being honest. Like, because I'm, and the reason I give you three strikes is because I understand that's that's like a learned it's embedded, behavior, yeah. And it's like a thing that you really can't. Con- some people really can't control it, so you have to like talk to really them think about and it and be like, mm-hmm. "Yo, di- look at look at where you at now." Mm-hmm. And look, look where you are. Like, look, don't, don't do that. Don't. So I would, I, I give chances, and I, I feel like there's a part of me, like I have like the most patience mm. that anybody. I, I feel like I got more patience than anybody. I have developed patience I, over the years. I don't. I have a lot of patience, and that's part of a problem too, because people will manipulate my patience and take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that as well. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like with that situation, I was like, "Look, you got one more time because we <laughs> look, we we didn't have you. You already did it twice, so I'm letting you know now. The next time, I'm I'm swinging back. Oh, like yeah. so, <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I'm gonna let you know now, so that if it happens, don't be surprised. I know. I, so I know. have y'all have ever sat down with your parents? And talk to them about these these things, like Mm-mm. things that you're that happened in your childhood and how it's affecting it's you as, as an adult. It's easy to talk yeah, to your parents because man. they don't listen for real. I was just gonna say, I don't no, feel I like have mine not. is going to be receptive, especially my, my father. I my, feel like mine would. My mother just, may. It's still just like I feel like my dad would be so understanding. Because even when I told him that I was a lesbian, like, he was like, I already knew. My mom, she still has her moments. But I talk to my mom every day. Mm-hmm. But my parents. It's, not, it's nothing serious. Yeah. So I feel like if I was to, you know, talk to them about that, they would probably be like, <laughs> question. they'll probably have a whole lot of questions. Mm. No, my parents, they, they, especially my dad, he would just be so nonchalant and make me want to just choke him out. Choke him while you sit. So, I, I look, I'm going to just keep look, it in I or get a that. counselor or something. I can see that happen. Because my Y'all daddy is, yes, me Y'all and my daddy are like oil and vinegar. water. Oil and vinegar. Yes. <laughs> because well, a lot like we do not mix. I can't, whew. So we ain't having no conversation. But my mom, as she gets older, she does start asking. She is asking a lot more questions about mm-hmm. my childhood and everything. She she has even said, you know, I realized that I was out a lot when mm-hmm. you were growing up. I was not in the house. I should have been in the house doing more with y'all 
than going out and being she's like i was hanging out with my sisters and they was going to bingo and shit like that <laughs> yeah and they was just living their lives but um she had kids but i feel like part of that is like that old regime of like you know you get married when you get out of college you have kids and that's why you know now you see it like people like us we waiting we no kids um, like right waiting. now it's coming Wait. a lot later it's coming a lot later in life yes no nah, i couldn't i know that my a couple of my siblings have you know tried to talk to my mom and me seeing her reaction to that it's like as she gets older it's a little more sensitive for her and then so now you end up like oh well mommy don't feel bad you know and so i don't even bother trying to sit down and have the conversation because I don't want it to turn into where, you know, I'm trying to comfort you as I'm telling you about what affected me. You know what I'm saying? And then my dad, I tried to even have a conversation with him and that just, he don't need, like I said, he think our relationship was great growing up. I feel so. like if I was to talk to my yeah. parents, I feel like they would have a lot of questions, but I also feel like they would like feel bad. They would start feeling like shitty parents. That's, and I don't yeah. want that to happen to them because right. they weren't shitty parents. It's mm-hmm. just really like they just did what they had to do. They kind of did what they saw too, you know, right? You know, with their parents, and they kind of just trickled over. And that's why I'm so mindful about that now. Like with me, and when I get a family, I don't want to repeat some of the stuff that happened in my childhood but i'm very I conscious open about it dialogue like what i want with my my children you know if i have them is for us to talk like be able to discuss because just like me and you just said nikki them feeling we don't want to make them feel like they were shitty parents or right. they starting to feel bad but i want my child to be able to still talk to me mm-hmm. like even if i do feel bad but okay i'll have that second where i feel bad but i'm sorry Saying I'm sorry to my child, like how many parents? Oh no, say, I never heard that. Like apologize and be like I was wrong, or even if they don't say I was wrong, say I'm sorry, but that's all I knew. Like be human. Tell yeah. us some. Tell me something. You know. What yeah. I'm saying? I mean, now my mom does go back and say that. Like I really do apologize for this or that, and you know it's helpful for her to say that now, but because. She did, she had like a cycle of saying, I'm sorry, but she do it again. Again, again. And that's yeah. something too that affects me to this day because I don't like people apologizing to me. I need yeah. to see Rock, it. Rock, 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 I don't like, give a damn about <laughs> nobody saying, I'm sorry. It's like, okay, but well, are you going to do it? Is change exactly. And if you keep doing it and you saying I'm sorry, you triggering me now because <laughs> my mom did this all the time and I don't need this that, you know. What about you, Hunter? Have you ever been able to sit down and talk with your parents? I have. Mm-hmm. I have and I think that since I've been in college and studying psychology, learning from I guess the book uh-huh. is coming up, talking to them and coming up with like different scenarios as to, okay, this happens because of this. How does a person become so indecisive? Well, if you're an adult and you're indecisive, 
eight times out of ten, it was because your parents made a lot of those decisions for you growing up instead of just saying, hey, Mm. what do you think about this? What Mm. do you think about that? Mm. Trying to get their getting your your child's input on something. Yeah. Mm. Not everything, but a couple things as they're growing up. So when they do become adults, it's easy for them to make those decisions and say, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this. Me, I'm very indecisive. My parents made a lot of those decisions mm. for me. And I've talked to my dad about that. And then <laughs> I think the last conversation, he was like, well, what was I supposed to do? Let you decide what we was going to eat for dinner every day? You would have wanted candy and pizza. And I'm like, no, that's not the that's not, <laughs> that's not the case. <laughs> but they're very understanding as to if I come to them and say, okay, well, maybe this should have been different. Mm-hmm. But they're not perfect. And they've said that. And I've said that. And I don't take anything away from them. Right. Mm-hmm. And they have apologized for certain things. Oh, we shouldn't have whooped y'all. Or we shouldn't have done this. We should have took certain things. Yeah. Let's, let's take the TV. Let's take this and, and substitute it Ooh, for a book. Man, that TV would have hurt me, boy. The TV, exactly. <laughs> it would have hurt. I think the way society is with this new generation of kids. Oh, you take that TV, they're going to find something else, right? But if you take that phone, oh, they're going to go crazy. Oh, oh, yes. You take a child. You take technology game. from them, they're going technology, to go crazy. Technology, game. But, oh, they lose like, Nick was saying how she wants to have an open dialogue with her children when that time does come I've said the same thing and Mm -hmm. I've explained that to my parents hey when I have children I'm gonna say this I'm gonna say okay well what about this or what about this or I don't like what you did if you if you feel like me using profanity at you hurt your feelings tell me because I'm not Mm -hmm. gonna tell my child what what the hell is you crying for (laughs) <laughs> or or saying certain things be like okay mom I get what what you're saying but the way that you said it to me that kind of hurt my feelings and I would you know maybe if you could say it a little different <laughs> like I would mm. I want to be able to tell my child that because it was times where my feelings really would be hurt about something but my mom really wasn't emotional and I, I was trying to get that from a woman's standpoint to where she was like, the hell is you and your feelings for? Yeah. And so then it's like, okay, well, the way that I'm feeling, I'm not supposed to feel like this. Mm. And I learned that at a young age. And so now being 25 and it's like, okay, well, that don't affect me. Or something will bother me, but I don't know how to express it. So I'll just brush mm. it off. Yeah, here with like so, you okay? You all right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because I'm internalizing I was, a lot of stuff in my head. I'm not supposed to be in my feelings. You're not supposed to let this bother you. You're not supposed to let this affect you. Move on. It happened. Move on. Oh baby, now I feel like with that whole keeping that shit to yourself. That's what. Like my my mother is very like. You know, shit be going on, but she act like ain't nothing going on. <laughs> she act like she's an Aquarius, mm. so she just she chilling, she good. 
Mm. My father is an Aries. Mm. You know? Mm. You know, they like compliments oh, and stuff is. like that. That's you know what, what I'm saying? Is. Yeah. And it's like yin and yang, but for some reason they work together. That they balance. It's it a balance. balance, yeah. And cause my like, mom is know, all Aquarius and my dad is a Virgo. <laughs> I don't even know. Hold how, on. Don't no, even I, go there with them Virgos, like, baby. I don't even know how that works. Come on, Ross. Chill out. Ain't nobody even worried about you. Yeah, I need to stop. <laughs> Virgos are amazing individuals. What? Oh. What? She said, she said trash. Well, I'm going to say this. I do, lately, I have wow. a lot of things about Virgos, but the thing is, for me, majority, I've never dated a Virgo, but majority of the people that are close to me. Virgos are, are a good match like, to cancer. Hunter, your, Hunter's dad, my godfather, is a Virgo. So how can you say they're trash? Cause, um, your daddy? You talking about your daddy's trash? You don't talk about my uncle. Because you married one. Well, yeah, it's a lot. I dated two Virgos. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm not, okay, I'll take my my statement back about trash. I have very good relationships friendships with Virgos. My dad is my best friend. I love Roxy to death. Relationship wise, <laughs> me, and my husband, that <laughs> me and my husband butt heads. That's why we in the situation we in now. We well, I do heads. feel like some signs aren't meant to date. Some signs you do better with a friendship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, because dating is a whole nother it's ball. Whole nother right. Like me. Mm-hmm. I'm a tourist. I dated a Gemini for like years and it fucked me up. Like, <laughs> I, I, had, look, I had Leah along. Like, it, was, it fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, bro, my other relationship was not this fucking hard. I don't understand what's I've going only on. ever been friends with Geminis too. And right. they're, they're some good, great people in and my life, but I see their different sides. So I, You I, see both sides and it's like day and never night. Even, I have never had a friend Gemini. Oh. But yeah. you know, one of my friends, I call her my sister. She a Gemini, but Fuck I didn't see both sides. You don't want. I dated a Taurus, and that was the worst. Hold on, man. Hold on. Look, don't be doing us like that. I can see that. We're good. Because you know what? Hold on, wait. I dated an Aries, and let me tell you, all they wanted was compliments. Oh, oh yeah. I don't like that That's shit. not her. That's like, not her. I don't was complimented. That is they were not always her. right. Oh, my gosh. It was a lot of arguing. It was, it was a lot of... Like, you know what? This Ooh, ain't that Aries. Aries. <laughs> the the mm. tourist that I dated, he was very oh. good. <laughs> he was awful. But you know what, though? I ain't gonna lie. Men Aries and women Aries, it's like night and day. We I feel like the there are different sides to each zodiac sign because I'm gonna tell you, the worst sign that I dated was my own sign, Cancer. cancer? Y'all just hella emotional. No, 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 no. It's but <laughs> I cancer mixing like cancers dating. are emotional, but mm-hmm. there is different sides. Some cancers are very they have because you know our uh, animal is the crab. They have a very hard shell, so they don't show emotion. I'm the bull. But the cancers, mm-hmm. I dated one and was in a relationship with another. And when I tell you, that's when I learned 
the different side of cancers because prior to them, all the cancers that I knew were like friends. My best guy friend, he's a cancer. We all are kind of similar. But them, I was like, I ain't never seen people that lie so hard <laughs> and cry because you don't believe them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> see, that's that manipulation shit. Yes, look. Hey, bro, I ain't gonna lie. Like, you know, I'm, me, me personally, I've dated like a Capricorn. I've uh, dated a Capricorn. Scorpios. Like, man, this Scorpio is something else. One, my of my, is one of my closest friends that you all know is a Scorpio. <laughs> well, I ain't going to say the name. I mean, you ain't got to say it on here. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I mean, look, they something else. And you just got to really be patient with them. You do have to because be patient. They, they really think it's them. Like, and no one else. They make great friends. <laughs> like, they make great that. friends, but relationships you have to like be like, hmm. But I feel like the male and the female are different. Like Sometimes. I've dated both. I've dated the male version of Scorpio. I've dated the female version of Scorpio, and total opposites. Yeah. To me, men are all one zodiac sign. They all the same. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but oh how open God. are y'all just? to discussing these traumas in your relationship space? Like, do you do it right off the bat? <laughs> it's well, honey, I'll let you go first. Right. Let go first. <laughs> okay. I have been open to discussing certain things that have happened in relationships. But it's when the motherfucker do exactly what you told them hurt you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's that like, happens. Okay, I told you I've been lied to. I've been cheated on. The whole nine. And you like, oh my gosh, that dang, I hate that happened. You know, da 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 this, da da that. Then you go do the same damn thing. It's <laughs> like, what? It's Virgo. No, like, wait a minute. Your Virgo. Like now, some it. of it just has to do with the person. It ain't even got. I mean, yeah, that sign mean, ain't like got it, nothing to do with that. It's just the male species. I don't know. <laughs> Come on over. Hold on. I'm gonna say, hold on. <laughs> no, 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 no. We fool. We fool. Keep practicing. Keep practicing. I get it. I get it. I get it. Somebody and you like, bro, that wasn't even my intent. Like, this is the reason I did this. 
And they're like, oh, it just reminded me of uh, something I've been through. And I'm like... But they never knew, so if you don't tell them... That's not what my intent was. And because it wasn't my intent, I'm looking at you like you crazy. Because I'm like, no, that wasn't it. Roxy, what what do you think for you? Like, are you open to discussing now? Or have you always been? Let me tell you. (laughs) I be laying it out there. (laughs) I be telling these motherfuckers. Everything. You be having a presentation. I I done laid it out. (laughs) I done gave you the portfolio. (laughs) Follow the instructions in the portfolio. I have told you. Part of it with you is, like... You, your actions be a little different though. Like, you say one thing, but you do another. What you mean? No, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we ain't digging into that. So I'm talking about <laughs> what we're talking about right now is do I tell people about these traumas yeah. that I have and they don't, they hear it, but it's they like, comprehend oh, you did say that, but oh. I just told you that I have an issue with neglect. I just told you that. You go and pack my shit up. <laughs> and leave. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> that, that don't make sense. The neglect. You're neglecting me. I just told you. So, I mean, I, I feel like I am very vocal I to my mates now. I am learning to be vocal. Like, now I am starting to realize that I go into relationships and I just, in my mind... How it's been, I feel like because I'm so loving and nurturing that I'm going to get everything reciprocated. Oh, yeah, that don't happen. Oh, no, and it, you know, it doesn't happen that, that way happen. because people now I'm learning that's why I think it's important. Like, whatever relationship I get into next, I'm going to make sure that me and my partner are in the dating stage. We need to sit down and have some conversations because I need to know some things that you've been through, some mm-hmm. some of your triggers, as well as you need to know mine because that's the only way we're going to make this work, you know, because I'm not going to know that, like, don't wait until I'm, ta- like, we're in an argument and I'm talking loud and you're saying I'm yelling at you, you know, but this is how I am. Don't wait until it gets there, and then that's when you tell me. Like, let me know before so I know, okay, Neek, you need to be mindful in how you talk to your partner because this is a trigger for them. If I need to tie my mm-hmm. hands behind my back, just say it. <laughs> you know? Just say it. So that's something that I'm learning to do. And so my next partner, you know, we're going to try that thing on out. Right. But I feel like you definitely need to have those conversations because if you don't tell people what's going to trigger you, they're going to see you triggered. Yeah. (laughs) So they're going to be like, what the hell's going on with you? Why are you so mad about this? Uh, Because this is something that I I have dealt with and it just brought me right on back. Or I'm going to be getting told that I got an attitude problem. Right. Because now I'm on top. And that's something I've been told in past relationships. So now I need to, instead of getting an attitude because you're not doing something the way I need it, you know, mm-hmm. then I need to vocalize. I need to speak up. So what I've learned is that communication is key. Like communication in, is in key and comprehension opens the no, door. No, like. Ooh, that comprehension <laughs> though. In relationships now, I leave the door open for what ever literally 
if you say, hey, I don't feel like dealing with you today. Okay. I'm good. Okay, cool. Like, I won't talk to you the rest of the day. Like, that's what I'm saying. Oh, no, we're not doing that. Like, when it comes to... No, what I'm saying... I'm going to tell you that right now. We ain't doing that. No, but I'm saying... Go sit in the bathroom and get your stuff together. That's your attachment shit. But me, I'm I'm saying, like, that's how, like, like, open I am as far as, like, communication. Like, if there's some shit going on with you and you got some shit that you need to handle... But you ain't ready to talk to me about it yet. And you be like, yo, I need a couple of days. Like me, I'm all about open communication. Mm. If your communication is bad and see the thing about it is like, I can't put that on other people because I'm literally just learning mm-hmm. communication because I was fucking horrible right. in my last situation. I was horrible. So now I'm more open to listening Instead of trying to, like, force my opinion or just talk it out. Like, people need space. People are dealing with shit that you don't even know about. And they just might not be ready to tell you about it yet. Well, I think that the thing is, so now that we're, the way we're speaking about relationships is adult relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, serious. So, like, Roxy, even with you saying, like, yeah, I'm not going for that, but I do feel as though, like, with me knowing you, if you're you're in a serious relationship or Mm -hmm. if you're married and this person comes to you and says, I got some things that I'm dealing with, I can't just get it out to you right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got to present it. Yeah, it's how they present it. Don't be like, don't text me today. Right. I feel you. That's not on me. Okay. That's that's what I'm saying. Because I just wanted to make that clear. Like, I don't think you just going to be like. Oh, no, 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 no. Nah, you got to go through. Like, no. No, not like that. It's the presentation. But the presentation. It's the presentation. Do not just brush me off you know right. and don't it don't make it seem like i can read your mind either mm-hmm. so when you're having those bad days and stuff i need you to vocalize it's it's one of those days yeah. you know i don't know why i'm feeling blah but i'm feeling blah look i have I'm done like, that so I'm many times with the monica <laughs> we say just one of them days you see one of them days all right <laughs> that's why i i have hit people with that so many times so i can't not let them hit me with it because I literally sometimes wake up on the wrong side of the bed. And I wake up and I'm just in this shitty ass mood. And you got to deal with this because this Look, where I, I am. learned to start doing that as a friend. Like, yeah. Because I, I would. Like, I'm just blah today. I, I don't know why. Back off from friends. Like, and people think you acting sometimes. So now I will say, Look, I can't today. It's just, it's, I'm not in a space. Is, I agree. With that whole, look. Boo, it's not you. It's really me. I, I'm having a day. Look, I'm having a day or I'm having a week. Shit. Look, no. I, look, I'm having like, a year at this point. Hold on, wait. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I, nah, I ain't fucking with no year. But if you say, yo, I'm having a week and I got, look, I'm going to text you, but I probably won't be talking as much this week like I normally do. Because... Mm-hmm. I got some shit going on in my mind and I'm just not really focused on us right now. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm just that understanding. And I feel like that's where my patients come in at. Mm-hmm. Because I understand that people are really like working through shit. Because it took me some time to work through shit. Mm-hmm. And I can't rush your process 
because you not where I'm at. And that's something that irritates the hell out of me when dealing with people. Is like they want your process to be quick, but let their process be, be forever. It's not. I'm like, wait a minute. And everybody's processes I just aren't gave gonna you be the same. The all that time. Yeah. And now you want you want to talk now. <laughs> I don't want to talk now. Why? Why? <laughs> you know. So yeah. So it's what are some ways? So what are some ways that we are trying to break? these cycles of carrying these traumas on like what are Mm. some things if you're in a relationship now what are some things that you're doing to break that and if you're not in a relationship what are some things that you plan to do like i i just spoke on mine what i plan to do about vocalizing yeah what about you hunter I, i feel like you have to just take a step back and Mm. hit them head first like okay I see this is my problem so okay let me let me try to go seek therapy or something like that if it if it's to that level that's yeah. severe mm-hmm. let me go seek counseling therapy right. whatever and then like for me I said I need to take a step back and I need to care about me more mm-hmm. instead of caring about everybody else around me mm. or not care about myself not saying that I'm just gonna be like okay Amy I don't care about you no more Roxy I don't care about you no more Nikki I don't care about you no more it's strictly like I have to care about me more mm-hmm. than I care about y'all mm-hmm. well you're no good to anybody else if you you know if you're not right right exactly. so yeah. And I think that a lot of times people have to realize that when they get into relationships, when they get into marriages, and even in their friendships, it's like something is going on with me, but something is going on with you, but you coming to me, I'm going to brush off what I got going on. Mm-hmm. And mine may be more serious, it's, but it's me. I'm dealing with it. I'm battling with it. And I'm now and your Your problem to my problem. (laughs) Right. Yeah, we have to make it, like, even in relationships, friendships, with family, Hmm. some days you have to just be okay not answering the phone. Like, that's something, too, that I've learned. Like, I can't answer a text. I can't talk right now. And I don't have to tell you that part. I'll just be like, I'll call them back later. Nah, you need to text me back. <laughs> this nigga right here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't need you to even come at me like that. <laughs> I said just text me back. She be doing the most. Sometimes I just don't see it. My phone, I'm getting a new phone. <laughs> that thing is really opening up those messages and I do no, not it see them. It is. Yo, I, I swear the phone is doing I went, it. I went three hours Look, I and text. I went, Hold on. Now I know. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't doing nothing. Look, <laughs> exactly. I agree with Hunter. If I text Rocky. They take it's there, but it does not go off. If I text Roxy and it take her more than five hours to respond to me, we got a problem. I'm like, first of all, first of all, Nikki, you don't text back. You don't text the group thread back. No, you don't. I be doing individuals. 
somebody can ask you something and the mess you may text back out Yo, later, I text you or you back. don't. Look, I don't hold myself to the same standards that I hold y'all. <laughs> <laughs> look, that's, that's look, the problem. That's I, I don't hold myself to the same standards. It's Chill the out. problem. <laughs> that is so <laughs> not true. First of all, honey, since we putting people out there, right. let's talk about you. Because, see, you'll be ready to call people when you ready the to phone. talk. However, we get on the phone and then you be having other conversations. You got a home. whole FaceTime call with a whole group of motherfuckers on the side. <laughs> How the hell are you talking to me if you talking to six other people on the iPad? Or we talking to her and then all of a sudden she like, what the fuck she got on? I was like, did you just hear anything I said? I'm listening, but this girl on Snapchat, you know what? I'm about to hang up the phone because what I'm not about to do. <laughs> You know well, how you I are. I'm, I think I'm ADHD or something for real. But <laughs> I just told She just said that. I just you. told Rusty. It seems right like when I get on the phone, my other like my iPad, because I always have my iPad on. My iPad will be going off. So I'm on the phone with like my mama or my daddy or my grandma or my brother. And then next thing you know, everybody wanna call. <laughs> Doctors wanna call. Friends wanna call. And it's like, y'all should have called me. When I was free. <laughs> so I want to talk about this one thing. And Roxy, you found this um, when we were, you know, doing some research and stuff for this episode. Right. Um, P-I-S-D. That's something I had never heard of until. I yes. I was like, yo, this is, this is a little different. So P-I-S-D is post infidelity stress disorder mm. <laughs> learning about your spouse's infidelity can be emotionally and physically devastating the emotional damage is reflected in what some mental health professionals call PISD for the stress and emotional turmoil experienced afterward mm. so this is a real this, yes. <laughs> she's kind of snapping <laughs> This is a real thing. I had never heard, like, we were sitting here and you were like, have you ever heard of PISD? I was like, no, it's PTSD. She's like, no. No, <laughs> they actually have a term for PISD. And so, man, it is, let me tell you, if it's something that I've gone through, that would be it. And I feel like everybody goes through that. Because yeah. once you experience some kind of, whatever you experience in one relationship, a lot of times that you stuff, bring it to the next. Yes. Right. Because it's affected you. Like now, if I like majority of my relationships, I have been cheated on. So now when I'm with someone, I make it very clear to them. Be mindful about the patterns that you show me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you, once something switches up, because I'm paying attention. Mm-hmm. Soon as your p- pattern, your behavior changes, who you fucking? Like, you know, <laughs> period. God damn. Like, like, who you fucking? Okay. Like, I was thinking, who you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> you talking Are you to? talking to someone else? <laughs> but not Yo, if you call me, if we've been talking every day for 60 days and you always call me around 8, 9 exactly. o'clock, now today you want to call me at like 11, 30, 12. 
Yeah. Everybody questions that though. Like I'm I don't even think that had to be any trauma. I think everybody <laughs> <laughs> pays attention to those, you know, patterns of people. No, so. I think that is some type of trauma. Because you're you're expecting like you're expecting that always, not yeah. knowing that hey, things pop up. Like this person could have been on the phone with their mama. Or they brother or they friend. But the text message still work when you're on the phone. <laughs> but see, you know what? You're right. I'm going to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you this. You are showing me signs I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Like, me personally, if I know the club closes at 2. Mm-hmm. And you always hit me around like 1.30. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I'm about to be out. Or, yo, what you doing? And if you don't hit me at 1.30. Around 145, I'm calling be like, yo, you good? Yeah. What's going on? You you on your way home or you going somewhere else? Look, you need to let me know. Right. And see, because in an instance like that, that's actually out of concern. Because if they're out, you know. But And see, that's the thing. Me, when I'm in relationships, like if my partner is out, I will not sleep good until I know they're at home. Yeah. Because I, I would literally sleep Man, with... I be knocked the fuck out. <laughs> no. Like, yo. And to me, but see, that's what it is. Like, to, I would literally sleep with the phone, like, really, like, close to my face, like, on my chest, something. I would sleep to where if I know my phone gonna ring, I'm like, yo, oh, so you at home. Good. Like, I just want to make sure you get in safe. Mm. Like, that's the thing because, and I think it's part of, like, growing up because my parents would always make sure, like, even when I stayed on campus sometimes and I was going out, they'd be like, oh, you you good? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm in the dorm. I'm I'm straight. Like, my parents would do that for me. And so, so it's carried on. It's, too. like, carried on yeah. into relationships. Yeah. And some people are like, bitch, you better go to sleep. I'm like, no, I just really want to. Some people are not accustomed to stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Because I'm like, I won't, I won't like drink heavily because Mm -hmm. I need to be alert. If you say, Mm -hmm. boo, I need you to come get me, bitch, I'm in the car. And you know, that's a problem for some people because I, that's something that I expect my partner to do. (laughs) I expect the motherfucker to be sitting on pins and needles. If I said I'm going out to drink, I may need you to come pick me up. Because I might have went too far. And then when I call you and you don't answer the phone. <laughs> multiple times. I've called now. And you haven't answered the phone. And I'm out in these streets. You don't know if I'm... What, what, you don't know what happened. Let me tell you. People... my Some of my past partners have had to teach me so much with that. Because one... If you're out... And I'm, I get sleepy, I'm in the bed, I'm out. And people know that phone stay on. My phone typically is on vibrate or silent majority of the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to hear it. And then if you're going out, you need to let me know that there may be a possibility that I need to pick you up. Otherwise, I probably am sitting at home getting lit with my wine or <laughs> I can't pick you up. Or something <laughs> of a, something else, you no. know, that's gonna have me down, and Damn. I'm not gonna be able to come I get you. I send you an Uber, baby. Right. I will log in and I'll do that. But but I have learned to now, like when I'm in a relationship, I have to pay more attention to my phone because yeah, you need to do that anyway. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
I tried. Roxy has already. Told I have cussed out so many times <laughs> behind this damn phone. So I'm learning. I'm working on that. You know, but I mean, when when you're in a relationship, you have to be mindful of other people. That's the biggest thing. When you're in a relationship, it's uh, not about you. At least you. that other person. It's not about you. <laughs> it's literally about y'all. Right. Like it's about y'all. So you have to like adapt to certain things. If the shit ain't adding up, look, y'all need to have a conversation. So let me ask y'all this. So speaking about the PISD, mm-hmm. so we know that we have some of these traumas. Do y'all think that some of this stuff we just may never get over? So you have to convey that to your partner to say, this is what I need from you just because I'm, I can't get over this. Like yeah, if I've been yeah. cheated on if you, repeatedly. If you said that, then you know, I, I need like you to make it very clear to me. You know, if you're going, if you're going out with friends, you know, let give me the layout. Give you know, give me everything so I can be at home and not be blowing your phone up. Let me, yeah. let me tell you about that though. Like when my, like you saw how you were so open with like yo, give me the layout. Motherfuckers think that just because you asking these questions. It's like you trying to get all of them. No, nigga, I'm really just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on so I can know how I need to move. Can I get lit when I'm at home? Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. do I need to literally, like, be at home just watching TV, chilling? Like, can I take my shower? Or do I need, like... I just think it's I'm, a common courtesy, honestly. To me, I consider that a common courtesy to do a layout of, hey, I'm going out with Alex. Nikki, you know, this is who gonna be there. What time we plan on getting there? We may be leaving around this time, but you and know, the, the drinks the hit changed, different there. You, you know, you I would say that. And be like, yo, hey, plans change. Hey, we about to go here too. All right, bet. Yeah, you know I ain't saying? opposed to sending. And it ain't even about no you know what I'm saying. You trying to track somebody and see whatever the fuck they doing? No, but it's I need really you to about yo. I just want you to be safe and careful. And I honestly want a motherfucker to know where I'm at because yeah. like, I might need you <laughs> at some point or something. I have no problem you with know? that. Now, that's one thing I do not have a problem so with. So, I don't like that knows. look when people be trying to confine all the information. Like, what what is you hiding? <laughs> Let exactly. it out. What like, are you hiding? You Who is like, there no. then? What, what it must doing? be somebody else. So, I mean, <laughs> overall, so, like, to wrap, kind of wrap it up, I'm saying, like, so y'all are in agreement that when you're in relationships, you're going to have to work. Sometimes you're going to have to work through your traumas. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, some people, like, I see this a lot on social media. People are like, don't come to my, don't don't come to me or approach me until you've already healed yourself. Well, no. no I don't, I don't no, believe I don't that. Believe because that. I believe that you're going to still be healing. There's still things you're that. You're always healing. All the time. It's right. always something that's still open. So, you're going to have to just. That's why I say it is a must for you to lay out those traumas to your partner because they're they need that information to know how to handle you. I would just for me, I would just make it clear like if my partner comes to me and we lay things out, I like the the key is are you working on it? Like are you telling me your traumas and then following it up with this is just how I am? Oh no, I'm or are you following it up no. with I'm working on I agree. It. <laughs> I don't want to hear that different. shit no Look, more. Th- this is my thing. Don't tell me you want this, you want that. You don't want to be like this, you don't want to be like that. 
but yet you're showing the same behavior. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you just told me you want to change. If you want to change, I'm your person. Mm-hmm. If you ain't ready to change, we don't need to be together right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I'm the most patient motherfucker in the world. If you tell me that you want to work through some shit and you working on moving forward, you you don't want to be that person. You want to do this. You want to do that. I'm cool. Look, I will give you chance, but don't take advantage of those chances either. Right. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, have a conversation with me. And you say, you know what? I've tried it, but I'm not ready. So this ain't the right time for us. And I'm cool with that. Yes, my feelings will be hurt, but at the same time, fuck it. You got to do what you got to do. I got to do what I got to do. Exactly. I get it. So, Hannah, what are your, like, final thoughts on it? What do you think about that? Do you think that you need to come to a relationship healed or just lay out what it is that you're dealing with but actively be working on it? I think that, I don't know, for me, try to work on myself and then move forward with the relationship um because before I started dating my husband the the ex-boyfriend prior to that he kind of he, he just messed me up but yeah. like the lies the cheating everything and so then I was like okay I'm not ready for a relationship I kept telling my husband I'm not ready for a relationship. I'm not ready for a relationship. And so I was working on myself at that time. And so then when I felt, when we felt that we were ready for a relationship, then it was like, okay, clean slate. Everything is fine. Like I can, I can trust you. But then as soon as you got to doing all that line, huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? But you try to work on that thing because if you're in a relationship, say it happens in a relationship or if it happens in a marriage, you're not just going to automatically break up with a person. Not everybody does that. Oh, you lied to me. This your first time lying to me? Oh, we done. It's over with. Oh, this your first time cheating on me? We done. So you have to kind of work on that in that relationship. Like, yeah, I, I see what has happened. And so now... Let's try to work on it so I can get your trust back. Let me try to... Because, I mean, even if you do cheat, you still need to work on trust and the communication. Mm. But if you are done with it, I do personally feel like you should try to heal yourself. And then once you get into a relationship, you can tell them, hey, this happened to me in three prior relationships. Blah, 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 whatever. This is not going to affect you and I because you haven't done anything to me. But if this does happen, just know I may leave or I may not. If I stay, you won't want to leave me. (laughs) 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 So really, it's it's and that's why I said I I would have to leave a relationship if you do something to me multiple times. Because, no, I'm not one of the people that's like tit for tat. Oh, I'm going to go cheat because you cheated. You cheated three, four times. So now I'm getting ready to go cheat. No, that's not how it works. I'm going to make you feel so bad about yourself every day that you with me, you're going to want to leave me. 
I'm gonna talk about you, babe. I'm gonna talk about you like a dog. Okay, that's not that's not healthy. <laughs> I'm gonna say that is not. Um, the just exit the relationship <laughs> and move on. Why are y'all judging me? No, we're not. You gotta we heal we and we move it along. I'm saying, if I don't leave to try to heal myself, if I just keep trying to. Okay, no, I'm I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna work on it. These things are gonna get better, and I know it's like I'm beating a dead horse. Right. So I'm going to stay, but I'm telling you that I'm going to try to work on this. I'm gonna try to get the trust back, but I'm lying. I'm really getting ready to hurt your feelings every day. I'm gonna tell you, you ain't shit. You cheated. You did this, 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 and this. And then you're gonna be like, you know what? I can't take this no more. I can't deal with it. I gotta go. Yeah. And that's that's a. That point is a really good thing to kind of wrap it up. Is like, yes, we do need to do some healing before moving on. Yeah. But it's also understanding that, like you said, Hunter, and like most of us have said, once you get into that relationship, let them know the work that you have put in, the work that you are putting in, mm-hmm. and moving forward, you know, willing to put in work. Yeah, because everybody has baggage. Yes. Like, no matter what everybody you're walking in, no matter what, it could be an ex, it could be, like, uh, a parent, like, anything. Anything. Like, everybody kid. has baggage. The problem is, what are you doing to control your baggage? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So... Um, with that being said, everyone, we're going to wrap this up. But yeah. anyone that's listening, if you have any comments, thoughts, we would love to hear. I would definitely love to hear everyone's like thoughts or opinions or um, how they relate to some of the things we've talked about, like the PISD. Um, so if you have any of those, please hit us up. You can DM us on our Instagram page at let's have cocktails you can email us at let's have cocktails at gmail.com um and we will definitely get back in touch with you and with that being said does anybody have any closing remarks no i think we didn't say it a lot i'm about to i think we said a whole lot get you an aries we're the best oh <laughs> we're gonna edit we're that gonna out ignore, <laughs> we're gonna ignore well we um we're gonna wrap this episode up and we'll catch you guys on the next go round bye bye